Hey everyone, welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And this week we are talking about internet behaviors and how to not be chronically online. <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> There's a lot of ground to cover on this yeah. one. Um, I think I originally pitched this because I just noticed so many people behaving abhorrently. And that's mm-hmm. why I deleted TikTok. And yeah. I know you wanted to... Do you want to talk about why you... <laughs> yeah, because I think Valentine's Day is the perfect day <laughs> to learn way too much about people. Yeah. And so I think... that I also just think this has been a season of life where I have seen people demonstrate different social media behaviors. And I mm-hmm. think we're seeing a lot more um, conversations around what it means to like have a private social life versus yeah. a public... Like a girl that we went to school with like came to this realization at the beginning of the year and was like, I'm going to stop talking about boys on the internet. And I was like, thank God. Like, I'm really happy for you. Wait, can you tell me and bleep it? <gasps> yeah. No way. Yeah. She like posted it on our TikTok and I was like, okay, good no for you. Way. I was so sick and tired of you posting about your exes. Like I'm really happy for you. Cause some people also forget that they exist in real life sometimes like I understand like wanting to be an influencer and like share your personal life but uh, even today I saw a girl she was like I've had to move three times because of a stalker anyways here's the view out of my apartment and the walk to the nearest air one by my apartment and she like had landmarks that she was passing and she was like showing different apartment complexes that she was going by just like very very silly behavior and so i think it's like a mix of like learning to not be chronically online about the opinions that you hold but also about the way you demonstrate yourself online like don't be so chronically online yeah something that i think about like almost every day is someone i saw a tweet like a few months ago that was like isn't it weird how if you just stop posting on social media everyone thinks you've like dropped off the face of the earth even though that means that you're literally like living more in real life yeah. And that, like, I think about that so much because, yeah, yeah like, I, ah, oh, that, like, blows my mind. Um, right. Like, the, the third person perspective of yourself online demonstrates less first person self than you think it does. I don't know what you just said, but I probably agree. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, like, if you're posting so that other people can see you, you're not experiencing it through mm-hmm. your own lens. Yeah. Um, how do you think your relationship with social media has changed throughout the years? Yeah. Um, I remember like in high school, I had private social media accounts. Well, okay. So I had my own personal private social media accounts. Like my Twitter was private. My Instagram was private, like my Facebook and things like that. Like I've always been pretty conscious of how that's perceived, but I was also somebody who did a lot of like, I don't say a lot of pseudonym work, but like I had a Wattpad, I had a Mm -hmm. fanfiction.net, I had a Tumblr where I was kind of like this other person um and obviously like i wasn't revealing who i was but i was a lot more like at liberty with the things that i posted and i remember having a conversation with my mom in high school where i was like i don't want to enter the high school like spirit day costume competition because i don't want to make my instagram public like Mm. things like that where i was very very closed off about it and then um i went through a phase like early college where i was like everything's public like i'm going to be more public about this and then as a journalist i really struggled with this perception of like personal self versus professional branding and that's been something that i will tug of war with like right Mm -hmm. now i'm very much in like my girl boss like everything's being shared on my linkedin everything is being tweeted like very 
outward facing professional brand and less like funny, silly, goofy, haha things. So I, I, that's the balance that I really struggle with is like how much is my social media is work and my online identity mm-hmm. is work versus my personal sense of self. So, yeah. And yourself. Yeah. I think like in general, um, like the more that social, like the lines between social media as work and life, uh, like fade, the more the world altogether kind of, cause like, I remember like when we were in elementary school, we'd get those safety presentations mm-hmm. and like, they'd ask, I remember in elementary school, they're like, raise your hand if you have a Facebook. And so many kids raise their hand. And the person who was, who was giving the presentation was like, well, actually none of you should have raised your hands because Facebook has a minimum age requirement of 13. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yeah, I followed like every single social media age requirement. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't get Facebook until high school and it was specifically because a lot of like clubs at school used it. Yeah. I didn't get Instagram until senior year of high school and Twitter freshman year of college, same with Snapchat. Um, and that's not me being like morally whatever, but it was just like, I feel like I've had a different relationship with it because of that. Mm-hmm. And in some ways it's helpful because I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine like how much stupid shit I'd be out there saying as a kid if I was able to. But at the same time, I feel like everyone kind of like got a grip of like social norms on social media the way that I did. And I was like out here at like 18, 19, like posting so much weird shit. Um, <laughs> what would you consider weird shit from yourself? Do you remember when I just like would play games on my story? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I would like play, like I would like ask people to play like two truths and a lie or like, do like bracket polls or whatever, which I'm like, okay, it isn't like stupid, but I'm like, at your big age, like, why was, what was up with that? I don't know. Man. You were like, uh, a like for a TBH. Like, <laughs> I did do that on my bullet journal account. Well, not, not TBH, but like a, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember like when I first got Facebook, like I was so, so conscious about security. Like I, was like, mm-hmm. unless I like actually have a relationship with this person in real life, like we have interacted, they're not being my going to be my friend. And there's no information to people that aren't my friends, except for like my name and the picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember that being such a big deal um, mm-hmm. to a lot of us, really. And then like, as like influencer culture came about, like, people's have started having public accounts. And then normal people were like, oh, like, nothing bad is happening to them. So let's all fit yeah. right into that. And yeah, I think like I've always, I mean, I've kind of always been an, an attention whore. So like that also seeps into my social media usage. So like for a while I had a public account mm-hmm. um, and I think things really started to change um, freshman year in November because mm-hmm. so many people were watching us. Like the mm-hmm. number of people like DMing us and like commenting and just like asking for access to our lives mm-hmm. was like, I couldn't fathom it at that point. Uh, so then I like went private. Um, but then I was like, wow, maybe I can like use this for good. I feel like that's like such like a, not only is it a Gen Z thing, but it's also like such like a kid who grew up in youth group thing where it's like, God, use my struggles to, you know, (laughs) um, very Bethany Hamilton. Um, true. (laughs) And Look where that got her. No, sorry. Um, she is like fine. She's a turf. Bethany Hamilton's a yes. turf. Yes, we I found out she like, was last like week. married with like beautiful children, living in Hawaii. Yeah, she's like, still a turf. Competition. She I said, no "I'm not going to surf with trans people." <gasps> no, this is yeah. so not soul surfer of her. 
Oh, yeah. God. Anyways. Yeah. So that's that. Um, but yeah, so for a while, I was like, let me go on public and like, just like, let me share my feelings. And literally, like this past week, I was archiving a lot of stuff because I was like, wow, like my coworkers are perceiving me. Like, I, I realized also mm-hmm. like, like a friend that I've made like within the last few years was like asking me about stuff on like my social media from like, like way far back. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize like how much stuff was up there. And mm-hmm. I, I was like embarrassed. And so I was like getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like I was really out here being like, I had a trauma nightmare last night, which is like fine if you want to do that. But now looking back, I'm like, I wish I like didn't feel like I had to or should or whatever. And I think that's something that like I really see a lot when we talk about this like lack of privacy and influencer Mm -hmm. culture is this expectation that like and we talked about this again with like Ned and the Try Guys and all this Mm -hmm. like this like we are owed explanations or we are owed access to people's personal and private lives. Um, or that it's like a tease. Like I think about like the Dylan Mulvaney like face mm-hmm. reveal where it's this idea of like, Slay, oh, she's hiding it. Slay. Absolutely. But like, oh, this is a branding event yeah. or like some idea of herself that and, like, I mean, if it's a personal autonomy thing and she wants to create that moment, like absolutely. Yeah. But also like it's her own face, you know, like it shouldn't yeah. be like this Did dramatized, you- glamorized moment. Did you see that video where Laverne Cox was like, you share so much of your life, like make sure to keep some things for yourself. Like not everything can be for the internet. Yes, absolutely. And I think Dylan is also like a perfect talking point for something like this, where it's like, she started off with really great intentions, but it comes back to bite you when people have so much detail about your life or they know like what helps you want to buy or, you know, like what you struggle with and your insecurities. Like I think people forget that the internet and tiktok especially is just so mean like it promotes things that are bullying and that are going to be interacted with because they're cruel and not because they're like nice fun silly goofy like the days of 2020 and like the happy dance trends are behind Mm. us guys like it's war crimes that are being promoted on tiktok now so (laughs) it's really Uh. sticky because especially with tiktok like uh, like you see so many videos after people go viral where they're like i didn't expect that to go viral and it's like yeah, especially with TikTok and the For You page, like, literally anything can right. go viral. And then that also, like, on one hand, like, like Dylan has also said, like, oh, I didn't realize how many people were going to, like, watch Days of Girlhood. Um, and on the other hand, there's then people who are like, oh, well, like, this person went viral for eating a bag of chips. So, like, let me go eat a, eat a bag of chips. And, like, I'll admit, like, I've probably... Like I've I've definitely done stuff like that where I'm like, well, this kind of content like with my, uh, <laughs> uh, I made a TikTok uh, about um, every time that my data sheet of every time that I cried in 2022, and I was like, well, I saw someone else's go viral, which by the way, I was keeping a list before I saw that TikTok. I right. thought I was being original, but I was like, oh, maybe mine can go viral, and like, for what? Why? Right. Like, why do we have this like desperate need for clout? Because as soon as it happens, like it makes me so anxious. Right. Like I have had TikToks that went viral and afterwards I was like, oh my God, like I feel like I had a heart attack. I know. And I think that's something that's also unique to our experience where like it really brings me back to like being in the vicious news cycle yeah. and this idea that like it will chew me up and spit me mm-hmm. out and like I have to stay on top of this momentum or I have to shut it down immediately. Like it mm-hmm. does make me nervous when things get a little viral but even I like my most viral TikTok quote unquote was a view outside of my apartment and you're yeah. telling people like where I lived like that yeah. was not super smart yeah. of me and like there's things like that where you just don't know like what things are gonna be popular like I thought I was just funny and like hopping on a trend yeah. and like it 
still gets likes. And I'm like, okay, well, good thing I don't live there anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, you just really don't know like what the algorithm is going to like. And it, it can be funny and it can be like, haha, only my four friends will see this or it can turn into this really big thing. And I think that is hard for people to navigate. And also when other big creators, I hate, hate, hate when little itty bitty accounts get picked up for like being bullied by, you know, mm. like some like stitch creator, or like the stitch goes viral and then everybody goes back and is like, oh my gosh, I also had this mean opinion about them. Like everybody in the comments is like saying the same thing. And it's like, you didn't even know this person. Like they just got here because somebody else thought it was worth putting them down or like making fun of them. So I don't know. I feel bad for people yeah. who are no, there's a lot of, of like dehumanization that happens. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. I feel like like it's one of those things where like it sounds so obvious when you say it, but like we also like when we leave a comment on whatever, like a lot of times, especially on TikTok and Twitter, it's like hard to imagine and like picture the person like reading your comment. Not that mm -hmm. I'm like leaving hate comments, but like in general, like that just is a thing. No, yeah. but also like when you hit on people like on TikTok and like you leave like oh flirty little comments and then they respond like does that not make you want to throw up? Uh, so many of my friends have caught me doing that too. That's the other thing is like it promotes you to your friends. Mm, it's so like, bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just it makes me nervous and I understand that there is a lot of good things that can come from social like today. Um, the Wall Street Journal was promoting one of their old um, TikTok podcasts and they had interviewed the guy who was the um, the cranberry juice on the skateboard and like that guy was literally oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dreams yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac um, yeah. and he was homeless and like people got him out of that and he like is working in movies now like he like has a very fulfilling career because of this one video that he posted yeah. and so I don't want to like diminish the power of social media yeah. or say that like it's evil or things like that but I think it really really is important to protect your peace and to create spaces for yourself that are productive and healthy and we can get into ways to do that yeah I think, uh, I mean, like, this is kind of the answer to literally everything, but, like, moderation. Like, absolutely. I think, like, there was definitely periods in my life where I lived far too much online. And a lot of it was, like, I felt like my, and, like, this was, like, during, like, when I was locked away. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, yeah, a lot of it was just, like, my real life wasn't fulfilling enough and that, like, online was more enriching. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think I like missed out on a lot of things because of that. And I I don't know. I feel like this can definitely be debated, but I feel like internet friendships, I mean, well, first of all, I feel like objectively like they're inherently different from your real life relationships, but like at the same time like I don't think that they can ever be as enriching mm -hmm. as good real life friendships. And I know that's like hard to say. there's obviously nuance there because some people just don't have real life friends like that's not a dig like that just is right. true or some people like meet the love of their life online like yeah, there oh is did you see a duolingo couple no there was a couple that met on duolingo like because it'll show people like in your like in your like level league. of league or whatever and this person like this guy kept congratulating this girl because like it'll let you send congratulations and then she found him on facebook and was like hey like are you the one who's been congratulating me like i really appreciate it and then they start they're married now isn't that so cute ah! so like yeah like it does happen however 
if you are only looking for people through the brief social interactions that you have on these platforms, also yeah. take a look in the mirror, take a breather, figure out what's really important about these people and their relationships. Because mm-hmm. I think the other thing that happens, at least in my, like I remember in middle school, it was just that other people were constantly online. Like it was a constant attention thing and feeding into this like, I need to be stimulated and these people can provide that for me. Or also it's kind of fun that they don't know these other things about me that like they are seeing this very curated version of myself and they think I'm very cool because they know my Instagram or my Tumblr or whatever the freak it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think also like finding that introspection to say like, okay, this person does enjoy spending time with me and hanging out with me. And like, I do enjoy this person, but also like, let's take a step back and realize that there is another dimension to this that we just have yet to see. Like you've never seen them yell at a waitress before or things like that. You've never seen their legs before probably. Yeah. So perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I would also like to preach about is protecting your personal life. Mm -hmm. offline and I think this again like I I see it constantly show up with romantic relationships where people think that they can talk about their dating life from the first date online like people who will live stream like get ready for me to go on this date and here's exactly how I know him and how it's gonna go and everything that I want you guys to know about him and then it'll be like get ready with me to go break up with this guy and like they'll tell you everything that went wrong and like I just think that's so objectifying of your relationships invasive yeah Yes, where it's like he is not or she or they is not a person. It's mm-hmm. this storyline in my own life and this plot point. And I think yeah. it's it's just a selfish narrative to feed into. Um, and I understand that it's entertaining for the third party. But yeah. it's so much better to just leave some things offline and just create that space. Because then you have to, again, go back and answer all these questions or create this space for people who think that they are owed that information. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, as viewers, like, people are like, oh, like, you started talking about this, like, you should have to finish it. And, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I deleted TikTok and then I saw someone that I had been following, um, one of their reels popped up Mm -hmm. and people that were in the comments were like, oh my god, like, I think they broke up because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I actually, like, didn't want to know that. Like, First of all, if they want us to know if they broke up, they will tell us. But also, I'm like, you just made me sad. Like, I was blissfully unaware. Like, in my head, yeah. they're, like, off, like, gonna get married, whatever. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. And, like, there's been times, like, when I had TikTok where I was like, oh, like, this trend would be perfect for a little trauma dump for the girlies. But then I'm like, okay, and what if it goes violent? Everyone's like, story time, story time, story time. Tell us about, blah, blah, blah. Like, Right. Like, do I want that expectation placed yeah. on me that I am owed them more? Yeah, and people are mean when you say, like, no, I'm not going to tell you. They're like, well, you started it. Like, why did you share this? And it's like, well, I yeah. didn't know I was leaving my circle of 100 people. Like, yeah. I love people who never give a story time where you, like, go to their profile to figure out if there's any context and they just don't have it. I'm like, girl boss, <laughs> move on. My least favorite is the people who do the reply. They're like, well, first of all, I didn't realize that that was going to go viral. Yeah. It takes them three minutes to get my, to it. Yeah, yeah. My top, a lot of you have been asking, is from anthropology. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, I look so bad. Like, it's 2 a.m. Like, I oh, didn't really plan to film this right now. Yeah. But I guess since I'm here. Yeah. Um, I would also say, like, family relationships are also something that gets thrown around a lot online. Like, people talk about their mom or, like, their estranged brother-in-law or, like, whoever. And it's, like, keep keep it offline. Or there's, there's also lawyers. special... Oh, my God. Yeah, people are getting fired. Yeah, no. There's a special circle in hell for mommy bloggers. 
Oh my gosh. Protect your kids. Especially the ones who like not sexualized, but like post photos of their kids that are literally, just like not age appropriate. Realize that literally anything can get sexualized because mm-hmm. people are pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, like I didn't realize this picture of my toddler holding a corn on the cob was going to get sex. Well, like okay, but like protect but, your but kids. It, it was yeah, and also yeah. What, regardless of if it gets sexualized or not, like your kid is one day going to grow up and be like, why the fuck did you do that? No, I think that's something that's so huge to me is, like, I do not want my kid to have a digital footprint beyond, like, what they are cognitive of. Like, if they get to eight or nine and, like, they want to be taking pictures on mom's phone and, like, posting them, like, whatever, like, we can have those conversations about, like, what's safe and, like, what they can and can't do. Like, I think I'd be okay with my kid having not, like, a Finsta, but, like, a private Instagram with, like, two followers. Like, that would be silly. But, um, like, I don't want a digital footprint for my kid before then because I just think that that's so... People who make Instagrams for their babies and then role Mm-mm. play as their baby. No, so dog. Wrong. Like, save for a stuffed animal. Like, find <laughs> a healthy way to outlet your creativity. Listen, if there ever comes a day where we're posting the stuffed animals and referring, and we're like writing them in first person, and be like, my mom did that. Literally, block us. block us, punch us. I don't know, kick us all down. Like, anything us over with do. car. No, yeah. Oh god. Like um, so bad. Um, the other thing that I was gonna say is the only thing that you should be doing post breakup is archiving all your posts because I want to see you change went, captions but, and remove them from your bio and do all the things because that is catharsis when you swipe on somebody's profile yeah. and you go oh, they broke up like nothing gets me that don't there's no press release needed there's yeah. no like I don't need a story time I just want to see that they're gone and just but be also, left with the air of mystery within your own time. Because, like, like my last breakup, like, I was, like, I knew that archiving right away would make me too sad. So, it took me, like, two months. And then I was, like, okay, he can can get the fuck out. Oh, my God. Um, One of my friends just got dumped yesterday. Oh, God. Relationship of six years. (gasps) Stop. The amount of posts he has had to archive Stop. in the past 24 hours. Oh, the profile God. pictures he has had to change. Oh, my So, yeah, God. archive in your own time. Figure it out in your own ways. Like, breakups don't have to be. Yeah, so the other thing is, there's no expectation to share. Yeah. Post, no you know, whatever. Like, if you had, like, open heart surgery. Like, I literally, like, share in your own time. Like, I yeah. think that's the other thing that people, yeah. Just create that space for yourself and protect your own peace and the relationships around you because i think that's also mm-hmm. super super important yeah also like posting about breakups and relationships in general like it's not just you and the other person like there's like friends involved like there's fa- mm-hmm. like i don't know like for me like sometimes i i like think of such a funny tweet but i'm like no but like his friends follow me and i don't want them to see this and like like they're gonna feel weird and then they're like what if they show him like you know mm-hmm. so oh yeah you know as billy eilish says like i don't talk shit about you on the internet like you probably shouldn't talk shit about your ex on the internet do i do that i think i do i don't think you do we'll have to we'll we'll, oh we'll go back through some tweets later yeah you talk mostly shit about your situationships and i think that's different because they treated you like shit oh yeah also like drama does not need 99 percent of drama does not need to be settled on the internet Oh gosh, no! People who like take it to Instagram or TikTok or whatever to like go back and forth. So if you need the whole world on your side, or like you feel like you need a crowd in order to like prove your point, you don't have a point to stand on. Also, like people like, well, they like humiliated me publicly, so this should be settled publicly, and it's like that's not true. The moral of the story, guys, is there is so much life to be lived. 
offline. And just learn from the mistakes of others. Be kind to one another on the internet. Take it offline. Take it off your texts, too. That's the other thing is, like, so much of the written word can be misconstrued. Like, just call. What if you just called Taylor up? Taylor up. (laughs) And settled Um, it offline. Um. So, like, do you have, like, a code of ethics or, like, rules for, like, content you consume or people you follow or, like, whatever? Um, yes. I don't follow people. I Okay. I'll, I'll follow people that I don't love that are, like, my peers or, like, part of my, like, stage of mm-hmm. life. But yeah. I, I mute people pretty frequently. Like, if I'm, mm. like, your content makes me feel kind of icky or, like, if I get mad, like, seeing yeah. it, like, I just mute people because it's, like you won't know any better. I'll feel better. Like it'll be fine. Um, I don't really, I don't love influencer culture in general. And like, I hit that, like, do not enjoy button on TikTok all the time because I really want my algorithm. (laughs) My biggest flex is that my Instagram for you page is all capybaras. Like it's just all nonsense. Minus capybaras and ramen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get like, body images or no. like weird like i it's just all happy happy bar memes and that's something that like i'm really really intentional about is my instagram algorithm being curated towards like meaningless fluff yeah. so what about you yeah um yeah i don't hate follow or anything um or like okay for me like in general it's like if it doesn't make me feel good then um yeah i do have a rule where it's like if you're like in my peer group then that's different um but like there was someone that i like really enjoyed their content but it would make me jealous so i was like i'm just gonna unfollow like there is nothing good coming out of this and that's fine and i like forgot that they even exist um and yeah like i've started to curate a lot of like my following to be like art artistic and like inspirational things like i follow a lot of Mm -hmm. art accounts home decor accounts like yeah, I've unfollowed a lot of brands too because I'm like, I don't need to be advertised to all the time and it's just yeah. going to take me to spend money. Um, yeah. So yeah, in terms of like celebrities and influencers, it's like if this person actively like inspires me to do better or like create more or whatever, then mm-hmm. that's a yes. Um, also, like I also take note of like if I'm skipping through someone's stories all the time, I'm like, so why am I following them? And like sometimes it is like, oh, they, they're in my peer group. I do have to save face. But like, Right. But then sometimes I'm like, in one stage of life, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to follow this person. But then later I'm like, ooh, mm, this is awkward. I don't think I've ever like, re. well, I think I've refollowed someone like once, but we like yeah. weren't that close in the beginning. So I was like, it's, it's fine. It feels yeah. okay. I know there's so many people like every once in a while, I'll do like an Instagram cleanup and be like, okay, like, why am I following this person? And like, if they're not following yeah. me back, I'll be like, meh, okay, like, you were just someone that was part of like a lot of Pepperdine people like I've unfollowed because I've just been like meh like we're just not friends yeah yeah Um, and I'll find that a lot of my people like from high school or from my hometown still follow me and I don't follow them and I'm like "Er, er, er, er." like why are you following me like not that like you can't follow me or I'm gonna like remove you like I'm not uncomfortable with this yeah but it does make me wonder like what kind of filter am I being sorted through when it comes to these other people and like the relationships that they hold of me that's something that like I would love to survey all of my followers and be like why do you engage with my content for me it's like if I would like if I ran into this person at the grocery store Mm -hmm. would I say hi and that's kind that's like of course there's like exceptions and stuff but like that's generally or like with college I'm like 
if by the end of the year we were saying hi when we walked by each other then i'll still follow you but like some people i'm like you're cool to follow and i liked what you were getting up to in school but now i like i have no reason to like think about what you're doing day to day and i know that sounds harsh but it's just like it that's no you're just like not my person anymore and that's okay and I'm happy to cut people loose. No, I just, that was something that was so startling to me, like freshman year of college is being mm-hmm. like, I follow so many people and I see them oh on campus. God. I we just don't never talk to them. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just so awkward. Um, and I just don't live like that anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to go out of my way for you if we're never going to like yeah. chat. Like, I don't like follow random coworkers on yeah. Instagram or anything like that. Like we have to like have that conversation and be right. those people. So yeah. And I think it's it's weird transitioning into being a young working professional because at first you're like, oh, this is like new school year kind of vibes. And then yeah. later you're like, okay, these people aren't my real friends. Like you can definitely have coworkers that you're friends with outside of work, but that's not going to be everyone. And I know we touched on that in Corporate Flop, which by the way is one of our most successful episodes. That's, yeah. And I'd also like to say I'm no longer a Corporate Flop. Um, and I do have a new certification. So that's Yay. pretty slay. That is so slay. But yeah, like, uh, I mean, honestly, like sometimes I'm like, should I just like hide my stories from my coworkers? Like sometimes I'm like, it's not that I like, I'm like, oh, they're going to snitch that I did something. But it's like, sometimes it's just like, no, we're not that like close enough for you to see me. No. By the way, I won work Kahoot today. <gasps> that is so Out of exciting. 111 people at 11.11. I was texting oh, one of my coworkers from the other office and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I like, I better win this. And I was just like joking. So I don't think I'm actually, I've never won with that many people. And he was like, yeah, I better see your name up there. And, and you won. Guess what I did? I'm a woman Yay. of my word. Yep. That is so amazing. I'm really happy yeah. for you. Thank you. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say? I guess, well, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but what what led you to delete the apps that you had previously deleted, like social media apps? Mm, yeah, so most recently I deleted Twitter because I hate Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, that was just like I a blocked personal ethics. Oh, I've had him blocked for years I now. My dad bought a Tesla, so kind of evens out, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, so just like from an ethical perspective, yeah. I did re-download it for work because I am finding yeah. that like that's a lot of where my readers are. Um, yeah. TikTok Would you ever make a separate work TikTok? I mean, <laughs> sorry, Twitter. Twitter. I've thought about it because it would be nice to just have like a clean space, mm-hmm. but I also yeah. like have a pretty good network right now. Yeah, on, like, yeah that's true. And I think it would be like a it's lot hard harder to, to try and like, yeah, transfer that. Like even when I thought I lost my Instagram for a minute a couple years ago, like I think about that I a lot, honestly. So worried about what I was gonna do, and so um, really thankful that I did not lose my Instagram. Yeah. So, and then TikTok is just something like for me, I don't have a whole lot of self-control with it. And so it, it was just good for me to like stop scrolling mindlessly. Um, And I think especially while I was working from home and like I was very unsupervised with my time and like how I spent Mm -hmm. it, like I just really overconsumed. and it wasn't like I was even enjoying a lot of it. It was just like something to do. Yeah. Something. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I also deleted TikTok because, well, first of all, people were being really annoying and weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times I'd like leave angry. (laughs) And yeah, I wasted a lot of time. Again, like also similarly, like time that I didn't even like, a lot of times it wasn't even like fulfilling. Like I wasn't even like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to watch TikTok. It was just like, there's- This is just how I'm going to spend my time. Yeah, this is just what's happening. Yeah. And so at first, um, 
because yeah because i was like i have drafts and like what if i regret deleting it and they're, they're gone so at first i just like put a five minute time limit on it and then like mm-hmm. a week in i was like i literally haven't even thought about tiktok so i just deleted it i'm like and i'm like happier like i literally like never ever sit there and i'm like oh i wish i had it and like no. friends still send me stuff and i watch it in browser and it's fine i think that's the thing is like i I thought I was going to miss so much community. And yeah, I did not. And I don't. I literally don't. Because, like, yeah, I'm, like, if I... There's a lot of art stuff that I was, like, really inspired by. And I'm, like, okay, I found a lot of those people on Instagram. And I find similar stuff on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of funny TikToks were literally, like, stuff from other social media platforms. Yeah. So, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. And, yeah. That's I also okay. thought today, maybe it's time for Snapchat to go. Because... Mm. At first, I was like, I'm such a stories fiend, but I'm like, that can just all go on my close friends and my Twitter circle and my Finso, yeah. whatever. I was somebody who was, like, vehemently anti-Snapchat post-grad, and now yeah. I, like, use it, but I think I use it for very specific people. Like, there's a lot of people yeah. that I send streaks to that I would not talk to otherwise. Mm. So I find myself, like, one of my guy friends, like, that I work with on the newspaper. Like, I do not text him. Like, we just, <laughs> but we send Snapchat streaks every day. And so I'm like... Okay, like, he would be fine. Like, he's not going to, like you said, disappear off the face of the earth if I don't Snapchat him. But also, it's kind of nice to be like, wow, this is a slice of his day. So, we'll see. I am at a season of life where streaks feel like a chore. So, yeah, maybe maybe Snapchat's on our way out. Stay tuned. Shall we jump into our weeklies? Yes, please. Okay. What's your pop culture moment? So, I have been a hermit the last two weeks however my one announcement pop culture related is our friend lauren drake who wrote the jingle for our podcast is releasing her first ep on march 24th it's called preludes um that's lauren drake on all music platforms wherever you get your music wherever you get your music we are very very excited for her yeah what's your pop culture moment um, I am caught up on The Bachelor now, and they just had an episode where, spoiler alert, but it'll be like four days post, so hopefully you've seen it. Um, the Bachelor got COVID, and it was so funny. I was talking to my coworker about it today, and she was like, we've literally been in a panoramic for three years now, and they did not, like, problem solve what to do if The Bachelor gets COVID. Like, nobody, I'm like, also surprised it's at this point that, I mean, I know. Like, obviously, like, COVID is still happening. Like, I right. work. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's definitely weird. still but a like, thing. Like, but, like I can't believe it didn't guys. happen earlier on. Yeah, but also no contingency plan. They're like, we don't really yeah. know what happens right now, and it's like you've you've literally never thought about what um, you're gonna do with one of your. Why don't they kids. send him to the Pepperdine COVID Hotel, <laughs> uh, the Villa Grazia Dio? Yeah. Um. No, basically he just like had to zoom in, but like <laughs> zoom <whatever>. in. <laughs> That's so silly. I know. And they're in London too. Like they were abroad. It was like Oh god. It's so it's giving silly. Pepperdine for sure. It is literally giving um, Pepperdine. I actually I did catch up on Love Island all the way yesterday and I have to say <laughs> zero of these couples are we're literally halfway through and zero <laughs> of these couples are giving winning material. Like I literally I hate all of I all of them I'm like okay. A lot of them, it's like, I hate the man that's in the mm-hmm. couple. Like, he's done unspeakable crimes that, like, I can't come back from. Some of them, it's the girl that has. And mm-hmm. some of them, it's both of them. I don't know. Um, so, that's that's that. Um, my stuffed animal moment is that Eeyore went to Chicago again. Um, also, that Garfield meme is so cute. 
Oh yeah, we'll put up on our story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that Garfield. Also, okay, there was one. So the tweet that like the to be loved is to be changed is originally from is of a sheep. Mm-hmm. And that was my I like I had a sheep stuffed animal from birth. Like that was yeah. that was the one. Do you remember your is that your first stuffed oh, animal? Yeah. Yeah, I received it I think like the day after I got out of the hospital from mm-hmm. being born. <laughs> and so um his name is Mame, which is chinese for like lamb oh. and i had really 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 bad separation anxiety from him um one day i went to preschool and i forgot him and i refused to do anything and i just sat on the ground and cried and my teacher called my mom was like can you please bring him <laughs> and i honestly like okay maybe it's just like i created the memory of a memory but like i feel like i can still picture like that moment when she like came up with him Hmm. um my stuffed animal moment of the week is i also traveled this past week but i (laughs) went to the u.s military academy (laughs) at west point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I went to, they had um, their 100th night gala for their graduating seniors. And so we put all of our in his tux and we went to West Point. I kind of hate that we like stand for anti-capitalism and anti-imperialism. And we just went on a bi- two week long business trip and uh, the U.S. Military Academy. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. But to be fair, we did not contribute financially to either event. You're right. I just expensed all of my food from this trip. I just, I let a man pay for it. So. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Swag. Um, what's your emoji of the week? The shrimp. The little <gasps> curved, very bad back. Well, I guess it's good back for a shrimp, but like. Yeah. Bad back for me. I don't know. I just, he has a little, little bit of character, you know. He does. A little crawfish looking guy. Yeah. Um, mine is the shout emoji, like the silhouette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good and, one. And um, I have the coin emoji. Because <laughs> I had put two sides of the same coin. You love that phrase. I know, but Haley's the one who says it. Really? But she goes two sides yeah, of the same, the same coin. I can still hear you guys saying it in the back of my head. Um, no, sorry. Back on pop culture, I, on the plane ride back, I watched When Harry Met Sally for the first time and it changed my life. Oh my God. Oh my God. Such a good one. That speech at New Year's oh. Eve. I'm, so I'm such stupid. a New Year's Eve hoe. Like I, oh my God. Like there's so many things about that that just satisfy me. Like friends to lovers, New Year's Eve, his like all, his entire wardrobe when he's just wearing sweaters. Like, oh my, oh. Yeah. yeah. It was so, so cute. It was, yeah, very me-coded. And when I first started the movie, I was like, wow, he's so ugly. And by the end, you're like, why is he kind of... Like, why is he growing on me? Because he's also such a dog at the beginning. And then oh you just come to her, okay. and you're like... But, like, okay, as much as I, like, hate how misogynistic he is, I do agree that he, like... I, I don't remember if we've talked about this before, but, like, that just, like, is what the patriarchy ingrains in people. Yeah, like, it's really not, like, I don't think there was much room for him to be anything other than that. Yeah, exactly. In that time period and, like, what was going on. And I don't think he, like, disrespects women. He just doesn't hold a very high opinion of them. Like, he doesn't hold them to be equals and partners. Yeah. And that's but, just, like, a different And issue. I, like... People on reviews will be like, oh, I hated him because he was like this. But I'm like, you have to realize that 
pretty much every man in your life, unless he actively unlearns that, does think like that deep down, Absolutely. even mm-hmm. if he doesn't realize it. No, my guy so friends will say words. Hate Harry. Harry. Like, yeah. so like, if you hate Harry, you probably hate your brother and your dad and your boyfriend and whoever else you meet. Yeah. And you can like a little bit, but also yeah. BFFR. Yeah. Yep. Um, parting words? Parting words. Um, slay. I got all my coworkers to start saying slay now. I love that. Yeah. Oh, you know what I picked up this weekend is all the boys were saying widowy. What's that mean? <laughs> like literally, but they'd say oh, it with God. like. Oh God! No, I'm sticking with <laughs> literally. Yeah, so we'd be like, "Oh my God!" Literally, stop, and they go, "Widowy, stop it." <laughs> that's a little scary. It was, and that's the thing is like I also went into the weekend and was like, "This is so annoying," and then yeah. I left, and now I and say now it. you say it. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Widowy. Okay, yeah. Closing remark is closing remark. Okay, my closing remark is we should listen to our own advice and stop saying things on these podcasts. Okay, I was thinking about that. I'm like, we're literally like talking about like internet ta- sharing things. And I'm like, like we're safety on and we're, we're, this is so meta. I don't know. What are we? What are we? Are we still rolling? <laughs>